This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Total Lawn. Total Lawn provides scientifically engineered lawn care products to homeowners, hobbyists and lawn care professionals. Their range of fertilisers and biostimulants will keep your lawn looking lush, green and moss-free all year round. I use Total Lawn products for my customers and on my own lawn, and I think you should too. The team at Total Lawn put quality above anything else when they're producing their lawn feeds. They use ingredients that are rarely if ever used by their competitors to give you the best lawn possible. Try Total Lawn today at totallawn.co.uk and use code Care at the checkout to receive 10% off your whole order. Total Lawn are so confident in their products that you can use them on your lawn and if you're not happy with the results, you can get in touch with them up to 90 days later for a full refund. Go to totallawn.co.uk and transform your lawn. Hello everyone and welcome back to another J-Rocks Lawn Care and Gardening podcast. Here we are on episode number 60 titled Rule of Thirds. So before you're thinking about it, it is not the one third rule on cutting grass. Today we're talking about something called the rule of thirds, what may just help you through any sort of bad time or difficult time in your life, through your business, whatever it may be, through your aspirations, you know, it could be absolutely anything. And it's pretty crazy how this came across because it was only a couple of weeks ago now, I was sat down and do you know that sometimes you, you may be doing something completely irrelevant, you know, washing dishes chilling whatever it might be and you catch a little slither of conversation somewhere or it may be a picture of something or you might even just catch you know like a scene you know something happening out in public and you're watching something that sparks an idea or changes the way you may think of things it could be an act of kindness or anything it's something like that so I was sat down a couple of weeks ago when the Commonwealth Games was on I must admit I never actually watched next to any of it but it was one of the interviews that was taking place I think it was in the morning and you know I really wish I paid more attention to who the interview was with but it was with a woman that had you know just came away with some medal British woman and she was talking about how you know when she was preparing for her training for whatever event she was doing and things weren't always going the best of ways you know not everything in training was going perfect and she was beating herself up about it and throughout all of this our coach explained you know she had a really bad training session on one of these days she wasn't hitting the mark on whatever it was that she was doing and our our coach says don't worry about it that it's absolutely fine it's a rule of thirds and you know she, she she asked you know what do you mean it's a rule of thirds and he turned around and he explained and he says well you know a third of the time you'll do really well and you know you'll come away from these training sessions feeling like you're fulfilled you've done everything right you're on the mark to success in that you know everything that you're wanting to achieve you're in the middle of achieving a third of the time you're gonna kind of walk away from that session being like I maybe could have done more there or you know that, that wasn't the great greatest performance but you know it's not too bad and a third of the time you're not going to want to crawl out of bed in the morning to come here at practice you know, a third of the time it's going to be that bad where you feel like giving up, where it's all in the gutter and 
you're just not happy about it. And he says that's life. But what you need to understand is that that is life. It's a rule of thirds, you know. As long as you understand that these three things are going to happen to everyone and it is normal to hit these thirds, then you'll you'll know that one of the other ones is coming your way. You know, you each get a proportion and, you know, it's going to fall on you at some point. So anyway, I was, I was having breakfast or whatever it was and I heard this interview take place and I just, it you know, I listened to it and I thought, you know, that's that's fantastic advice, you know, I've, ne- I've never thought of it that way, and, you know, if you're going to break down your whole life, or your education, or your business, any part of anything that you've ever done, it could be gym work, and gym and fitness is a is a fantastic one for it, some days that you don't want to crawl out of bed, and yet you, you feel horrific going to it, and you want to just hit that snooze button, there's days when you're hitting your PB, and you, there's days where you just need to grind through it, and it's a fantastic sort of show for it but it can it can really affect the way that you may move forward so when I heard this I just you know I just took it on as what it was and I just kind of moved forward and fast forward you know here we go another two three weeks and I've had a lot of sort of different jobs kind of come through lately some have been a bit more on the landscaping what I'd call side as I've talked about several times now and pressure washing that's another one that's came by and with these as I've mentioned in the past you know we rewind to these older podcasts and I spoke about getting this pressure washer it is a Husqvarna 350PW so it's very much a, I would say a higher end domestic pressure washer still does a lovely job it's fantastic at home and on the clients where I have had to use it in the past it's been brilliant but it is not a commercial piece of kit, and although it may do a like-for-like job in some circumstances when the patios aren't that bad, in this case, this week, it never. And it just kind of took me back to this moment. Uh, so I was going through, got this property on board. It was meant to be a sort of garden tidy up and pressure washing. They're looking to sell their home, and he basically just said, look, we're not too sure what needs done. But we're looking to get our house in the market. Could you come by? You know, it's a pretty large garden. And just sort of see what there is to do. We just want it in good order to sell it. So I says, yeah, no problem. I'm a bit, I'm really tight on space. So if I can fit you in, then I'll get round to it. As time went by, I seen that I had a bit of space open up in the diary. I seen it as about half to three quarters of a day for this patio. It was 170 meters squared. And I just thought it would be fine. So I went there, I viewed this property, seen the patio, and I thought, oh, that's a bit dirty. As I looked around, he did mention his borders. The grass was already cut, so I didn't need to worry about that. They had some Russian olive trees there as well. But obviously, you know, they shape up really lovely if you get them right. So I, I looked around, seen what there was, and I sent him some quotes over. Now, the, the quotes that I sent over was one for the garden. So this was like the border work, the Russian olive and you know a bit of pruning here and there wherever I could could kind of do it when it was the right time of year for them sort of shrubs or whatnot and he was happy with both with that price and I mentioned so the only other thing I can see for me to do other than you know this what I seen as like little work really although it was a big garden it really wasn't in a bad state it was pretty much it was pretty much good to go if I'm going to be honest with you but I walked in 
And because I noticed a part you and I thought that'll be a good owner. You know, I because it's a domestic domestic machinery I use, I quoted in slightly lower than I think what the what the average price is. I came in at two pound fifty per meter squared, what works out four hundred and twenty something pound for the area that I had. And so I said, the only other thing that I can see for me to do that's going to make a difference because your garden isn't too bad is pressure washing the patio. So he says, yes, yeah, straight away, happy with that. Go for it. We arranged the day, all the rest. So, you know, as it's getting closer to this day, I'm, I'm getting ready. What was Tuesday just gone? I'm getting ready, getting things prepped, and I'm starting to remember how big and how bad the patio actually is. So it's already beginning to get, I want to use the word daunting. It was already starting to get a bit daunting and I was starting to feel a bit, not, yeah, outside my comfort zone being like, I can handle it. I just don't know how long it's going to take me. I don't know how easy it is to get that to get all this stuff off. Although what I failed to mention there in the quote, I did mention it would be to pressure wash the surface sort of grime and to get, you know, the, the main of the dirt or the marks away. But the, the black spot and the white spot on the patio there, I wouldn't be able to get off. Now, I say this because I know white spot, you need high pressure to get it off, and there was a lot of it. So I didn't wasn't 100% if my machine was going to do it. And for some of the other stains on it, again, I just wasn't too sure my machine would be able to get it off. And he accepted this, you know, what I see is a pretty decent quote, 400-odd quid, to, you know, just tidy them up. So we both knew where we stood going in. I had covered my back knowing that I said what I said, that it was just the back part, you know, just to get like the grime off to neaten it up a little bit. So it comes to it and as it's getting closer and it's hitting, being a bit more daunting, like I say, I then think about chemicals. So I'm like, right, I know people do soft washing. What can I use? Here we go again for another shout out. I get in touch with my good pal there, Lewis, long hair daddy, aka Pristine Cleans. Get in touch with him, ask him some advice on sort of soft washing, what you put down to help uh, alleviate stains on patios, things like that. And we start talking about hypo, what is sodium hypochlorite. Now, this is a chemical that you can use. I believe it originally gets gets used throughout like pools and, you know, cleaning pools and disinfection, all that sort of stuff. But it also gets used alongside a, a surfactant of some sort. And like your fairy liquids or whatever main brands of surfactant might actually be. And, you know, it, it's used to alleviate these stains. So I've now started talking about that and I've now got that idea in my head. So I go down, I check on the mower. As I can't remember if I've said it to you, but the, the ride on mower broke down week before. I've now found out that the clutch is burned out on the, on the mower there, on the ferris. So that's looking like it's going to be somewhere between a... A seven eight hundred pound bill is what I'm expecting to get that sort of labor, all the labor done, the parts in replaced. There's some belt that needs done as well, so that's all bad news. So I, I go in to check about that, and at the time when I'm in the industrial supplies, what's McGregor Industrial Supplies, what's pretty close to me, I I start thinking about this, and it's the morning of the job by this point. So the way I thought about it is I could get there, I'll you know I'd be in and out this shop. I'll be on site by sort of nine o'clock. I'll be sorted. It never went that way. <laughs> so I, I come into town. I start looking. For, I do my inquiry. I start looking for this this um, chemical, and they they've let me know that look, it takes twenty four hours 
to, to bring it in from the other Inverness store, what's about 30 miles away. So, right, no worries. Let's let's not worry about that. At the same time, I'm asking about you know, a surface cleaner to go on the end of the pressure washer. Just to try and... What I was trying to do is to try and alleviate any stress on the job of not doing a good enough job. I was trying to, as I've spoke down before, buy kit and equipment last minute, the day I need it, you know, especially when it's not an item that I know that I'm going to use week in and week out. So with this sort of thing, I don't really like buying things to just chuck in the storage unit and say that'll come in useful at some point. I like to wait until I need it and within, you know, a couple of days leading up to Usually, I'll go, I'll source this part and I'll go, right, that'll get used and it'll pay itself off within this job. Now, so I'm looking for this uh, surface cleaner. They've got none in stock as well. So it would take a week to get the Husqvarna one in. At this point, I'm thinking that only the Husqvarna would fit the Husqvarna Lance. Anyway, so there's another industrial supplies, what's their rival around the corner. I pop into there and I was like, you know what, I'll just, I'll see if they've got anything. So I go in, chat to the guy, and he goes, oh, I've actually got one barrel left. And these come in, you know, 20, 25 kilogram, 20, 25 litre tubs. I've got one left. He says, it's it's selling like mad at the minute because everyone's doing pressure washing. I thought, perfect. I haven't even told you what I'm doing. And you've just kind of um, confirmed its usage for us. So I go in, I buy that, and I go, right, I've got nothing to mix it with. So then I then pop into B&Q afterwards. I'll go buy a watering can, something to mix mix the ratio with, water, uh, hypo. So I'm doing these things. By the time I've finished between these three three different shops, I'm now looking at around about just after 10 o'clock in the morning. And I had to be somewhere on that day at 2 o'clock. So I'm thinking, right, I, you know, I need to just get on with this now. You know, I've messed around. While I was in that industrial supply shop, I then see a still... Um, surface cleaner and it looks like the same fitting I thought surely not anyway I spoke to the guy I says look do you mind if I get my lance out can we get one of these surface cleaners out I just want to see if the attachment will match he says yeah no, no worries you know go for it so I go in there I've pulled out you know whatever the model of surface cleaner it is from still I've attached it up there and it's fit I thought perfect I've now got hypo I've now got a surface cleaner Um, I just need to get all the mixing parts hence why being Q came into play. So I've went and done that. I'm now sorted. Like I say, I'm now running after 10 o'clock. By this point, I don't know what it's like with anyone else, but when a morning doesn't go quite to plan and you do a bit more running around than what you felt like you are ever expecting and things aren't going quite right, I tend to flap a little bit, okay? Not in the way that things all go terrible and there is times where, you know, composure is key and I will settle myself down and go let's just get on with it but I was just in this flapping's probably the wrong word I was probably aggravated I was more aggravated that I hadn't had all this sorted in time and I left it till the morning of to, to have this brilliant idea of you know trying to improve the quality of the job and bear in mind when it came to the quote I hadn't talked about you know using any chemicals and never factored that into price but I just knew at that price point for me using the client's electricity, the client's water, you know, and it was just my time there using my machine, you know, the profit was well worth it to include chemicals on my own behalf. So I, d- I do all this anyway, and uh, so I finally tip up to site, you know, we're looking at just about quarter past 20 past 10, 
And I think, right, I'll get started. So <laughs> I get there on site. He's left a key for me to be able to plug in the electricity in his garage. Get started, set up all the machine, turn the husky on, start spraying, and I'm telling you, where the lance, um, the water pressure, the pressure treated cable joins the lance, it starts pouring water out, like squirting it everywhere. You know, it drenches me, and I think, oh, what an idiot. Not, not to ruin my day anymore, I've now not put the connection in properly. So I shut all the machine down, re-rig it all back up, turn it on again, soak myself. So I'm now going right now, after all of this, and bear in mind this is, I forgot to mention, the only day I could fit in this job. I've already committed to it now. It's the only little space I've got left in the schedule to get this job in. You know, I've got nothing for the next however many weeks. So... I'm now soaking, refit it, and I'm like, right, the lance is slightly not great. So it's still giving no pressure on the other end. Um, I stop pressure washing. It's still cleaning the muck off the slabs. But I can tell, do you know when you, you use a bit of equipment to a point where you just know how it should feel? Well, usually on a pressure washer, you get some form of kickback on the lance as you engage. And, you know, you can feel the power of it, right? And I just wasn't feeling that. So I knew that I was lacking. I don't know how much liters per minute or liters per minute or PSI or whatever else I, I am missing here. But there was just a bit of power missing. I just knew there was. And so I'm using it and I'm thinking, it's doing a good enough job. I'll take it. At the same time, I'm having to use the lantern at a strange angle just so I don't get all the spray and water on myself. But yeah, it's going to a different direction. So this morning's not going great. I then carry on. I'm working away. It had like eight rows of steps, uh, pretty long, you know, somewhere between, you know, 10 meters long by, you know, eight steps up, heading into the garden, and then obviously the rest of the patio to do. And so I'm working up and down the steps. I'm working around the corner, and then all the water's pooling. And as I, as I look, because I don't do pressure washing enough, where it's like we're grass cutting. When you turn up to a site and you do your little walk around, you look for everything, don't you? You look for if there's a somewhere where um, they might have like a drying drying line, you'd look for the pole sticking out the floor so you're not going to hit it with a mower. You'd look for any sort of drops or scalp points. You, you might look for any gravel where there could be stones next to big windows. You look for issues, right? You start getting yourself ready for things that may be a problem on the job. And I just don't have that routine um, wired into my brain yet for things like pressure washing or these services that I offer, but I don't offer a lot of. So I'm turning up here and, you know, I've started start doing all this pressure washing and then I can't see a thing. So it's gotten to the bottom of the steps, everything dips down and the water is just not clearing anywhere. So I'm there trying to brush it, and as I look around, there's not even any French, like, any drainage anywhere where I can sweep this water into. It's just sort of uphill, you know, into nothing. I would brush it, and it would come back my way. So I'm then getting to the point where, because I've just bought this surface cleaner, and I've now got a lesser pressure washer, like a pressure on the pressure washer, I'm not 100% confident how well I am able to clean the certain areas because as you imagine for anyone that's done any pressure washing as you're doing this job and you're trying to clean your slabs if the water sits where it is 
you can't really see where you're going to an extent. Now, I know with some of these commercial ones with the surface cleaners, you can slightly lift, lift it up and it'll like disperse all the water in that area so you can see how you're getting done. But this one's just a small surface cleaner. It's not got that much pressure, as much pressure going through it to be able to you know, make a big difference for how much it was pooling. So by this point, with all the problems that's going on with the lance leaking, with the water not clearing, with me not knowing how good of a job I was doing, I was just getting to the point where I was sick as a parrot, as my dad would say. And, you know, so I hit up Lewis again, long haired daddy there, and I asked for some of his, you know, we go back and forth with some voice messages. I asked for some of his advice, you know, just on a few few different things. And he really, to be honest, and, and Lewis listens to these podcasts, you know, thank you very much publicly and openly because sometimes it takes someone that's not inside your head. You know, when you try and think through things yourself, you can get yourself wound up. And I was to this point where I was just, what I was annoyed at is n- not the system, not the fact of the lay of the land, not how the morning had planned out so much, but I was more annoyed at the fact that I wasn't doing as good of a job as what I wanted to do. Okay, so the bit that was really annoying me is that when I was clearing areas, although it was cleaner and it was a, you know, I, I was doing the job that I was meant to be doing, I was not 100% pleased with what I was getting as the finished product. Now, there'll be a lot of you out there that are like this. Some people just tip up to properties, they do their time there, and then, you know, they leave and they don't even have a second thought about it. But, you know, a lot of us have got a lot of pride in our work. And when you turn up to a place, you generally want to do the very best job you physically can. And that was eating away at me because all I could see is negatives, okay? Throughout this whole thing, I could just see problem after problem after problem. And that was equating to what was right in front of me being that it wasn't a good enough standard of work. So by speaking to Lewis and you saying, look, mate, and he does this sort of week in, week out, you saying, look, mate, it happens. You know, I've done places where I've not been fully happy with it. He'd spoke me through using all the, the hypochlorite and, you know, the effect that that should have. So I was asking him about places not draining away, how you deal with it. And he was telling me that, that that's all things that he looks at when he views these properties where you may sweep the water into. And he was saying, look, sometimes you've just got to basically brush like a madman and, and get this water away. So as he was talking me through these things, I was then feeling less of an idiot going, right, this isn't just on me. This is just the way it is, you know. You ask someone to get a shrub out the ground that, have, that has never got a, like a, a mature shrub out the ground before. They're probably going to go halfway through and go, when is this ever going to end, you know? And the the fact is, it's just hard work. You keep going until you get all the roots out you can, till it can be pulled. And it was just sort of that moment where he was like, look, it's fine. You know, you just got to do what you do. Just try and complete it. See how it looks at the end, you know, when it dries up and all the rest of it. So a massive thank you to you, Lewis, there, made for sort of being my anchor on that job and you know, grounding me down because a lot of this time when you are solo owner operator, you are stuck in your own head. And if you don't have someone that you can either someone else that's in the business or whatnot to to relate to and kind of tap into to be able to talk these things through, you can do weight yourself and and it can really bum you out for a long time. And it was after he said <clears throat> apologies, after he said all of that about, you know, all 
all them things and that it's kind of completely normal to a degree and a lot of it's maybe down to the pressure washer that you've got and it not being a commercial grade or a higher power, higher power version, I then started opening my mind to what this podcast is about, the rule of thirds. And it was the fact that, right, sometimes it goes great, as it has done in the past, and sometimes it goes terrible. A third of the time you're going to hit jobs where just it does not go the way you want to from the get-go, it's just going to be a bad day. And then there's going to be a third of the time where you just need to get through it, where it's just an average day and you just you just blow through whatever work might be there. But it's that understanding that, you know, in this universe of, of life and business, things are just going to come by. And sometimes you are going to get your fair share of mistakes, upsets, and just disappointments. And that is just the way the world works. And when you kind of stop taking it personally like I was on that day you know thinking that I prepared for everything and I started opening my mind to look that's just the way it is <clears throat> and all granted to her as well you know at this time when I took one of my one of my breaks I got in touch with you know by this point I had been past the two o'clock when I needed to be finished by I actually was meant to be going for my son and taking him for a swimming lesson and you know as it got pretty close to it I had to rearrange that what you know, that sickens me as well because I, as I've spoke about prior, I'm a big one for family and I'd never want work to be put in, f in front of family. And this is kind of like, a, you know, these are one-to-one -one lessons where my son struggles with a bit of confidence in the water, but um, he's getting, you know, he's getting so much better at it and he's doing really well. And these sessions, he's apparently proving him, like improving week in, week out. And this was kind of my turn to go and see him do it. So I really wanted to be there. And um, so for me to have to, because I knew I couldn't just walk out on this job for how the state it was in, for me to have to make a call and say, look, can, you know, can you cover the shift? You know, I'll take them next time. It was a bit of a, it was a bummer for me. You know, I, I hate doing that. So that was kind of, you know, broke me down a little bit further. Um, what led to me ringing my partner as well, what, you know, she, she said, look, it's out your hands. You just get the job done. Just say how it looks in the end. And then if you need to, like, basically adjust anything or whatever you can do to improve it, then just do it. Like, it's out your hands. And between, you know, my partner on that one and Lewis getting getting in touch and feeding me that, that positive energy and that, that matter, giving me, turning it from, like, the worst end of the one-third to maybe the middle, you know, I would have been really struggling with that day. So I did that, you know, I moved on forward, cracked on with the job, got through it all. I used the hypochlorite at the end. I think I used it on a bit too weak of a dosage. I went in around 50-50, but I think I possibly washed it off a bit too quick. But you live and you learn. Um, so it definitely brung out some of the marks a whole lot better. But in some other areas where it was like a lot worse, there's a lot of shade, there's a lot of grime there, you know, that they had plant pots sitting everywhere, so there's all these stains on the on the ground from all these plant pots. You know, it was just a hard patio to kind of. I was expecting taking it almost anew, and that just, I think, was never going to be the case with the stuff I had. So by the time I finished this job, anyway, we're talking ten past five. So the job had run on three hours longer than what was menu, but I'd still only been on on site for you know seven hours, and. Yeah, it, after getting through it and then looking back on it, it was all soaking, so I couldn't really see the full end result I had. So all the all the conversations I had, and I accepted that it was just 
at this low lower end of this third, you know, progress throughout that day, I, I still felt pretty defeated. I went home, didn't feel too great about it. You know, I was pretty annoyed at myself. I felt like I let myself down in that matter. And I moved on. I let it was really sunny day on, on Tuesday night there. So I came back later on that night to get some pictures for the cl- for the clients as they were currently out of town. Sent them over and not a word about anything. They were they were happy as you know, happy as can be about it. That it had been, you know, renovated to an extent of what I could achieve and what I also told them I could achieve. And then they were happy to send over the, the full amount, no problem. At that point, you know, I, I had all these before and after pictures and I'll stick one on my social media eventually. But I sent them all these before and afters and I actually said, you know, this is a before and afters. I've sent your invoice. But I'm personally, I'll be completely honest with you, I'm personally not happy with the full outcome for um, for how the patio looks. So what I would actually like to do is I would like to give you, I think it was a 12% discount, what worked out about £51 off of the price. And, you know, next time what I, what I advise is that you keep on top of it. If you do stay in this house, we come back and then I'll use basically a higher dose of the chemical to really try and clean this place up. So, and on the back of this, when I went back to the uh, industrial supply shop, I spoke about renting. It was something like £45 plus VAT to to rent in this, uh, to hire this big commercial pressure washer. So what was meant to be all singing, all dancing, you know, four and a half grand piece of power washing kit. So I knew that if I ever had to go back, I would 100% do it better, right? So I'd already secured that in my brain. But the main outcome of it is the clients were happy. They paid the bill within 24 hours, as asked in the beginning, and there was no then harder, you know, hard pass on it. What I did do from that if you must know, is I did take then the pressure washer back in. It was still under warranty, and I'm getting the lance the lance fixed as or replaced as we speak. So my hope is is that I'm going to get that back in, keep my head held high. I have now learned something from that that it's not all signal dancing and what to expect. And the next chance I actually get to to offer a pressure washing service, I'm still going to go straight back in there and do it because a it's good money, but b I've also learned something that has made me more of an experienced contractor, let's call it, that I can go in and do a better job next time round. And also with dosages and everything of the chemical base, I also know what, you know, how best to play that as well. So this rule of thirds really sits on me and I think that anyone listening to this now will know that somewhere along the line they've had something crap that's happened to them. They've had something that's been not too bad but it's been a bit of a drag and they've had times where they've been on cloud nine and that's just the way life is. But what the podcast is, it's understanding that that's, that's just the way everything's going to be. You know, you're going to hit these three different phases throughout your business and it's not going to always just be fantastic and you're not always winning. You When you a point comes and you, you do feel like you're on the losing team, it's a fact of going, right, it's not always going to be this case and sometimes it's just out of my hands. And I really just wanted to share this with you today because... You know, I'm, I try to be open and honest. I always, you hear me talking about all the positive things. You know, you hear some of the sponsorships, sponsorships that I'm in. You can I, can, I like to talk about when I'm turning down phone calls and talking about pricing of jobs and getting accept, like accepting jobs. And But there's a, there's a flip side to that. You know, it's not always positive and I don't ever want to come across to you, you that you're, that's listening that, my business is just green light after green light after green light. You know, there's 
many times within that where it just hasn't been and you know it's got plenty of flaws in it and it's got plenty of learning curves and everything but the reason why I'm able to do these podcasts and hopefully one bit of feedback I do get from you is, is that it's relatable is because I'll speak my truths you know when something's bad I'll say it's bad and when something's great you know I'll hopefully pass that on and tell you how I've I've made that situation be great so it isn't all sunshine and rainbows you do have them days when you're down but remember it's only a third of the time so thank you very much for tuning in on this week's podcast that is all I've really got to to push out on this one and it's just that main thing of remembering that it's all in thirds sometimes it's bad sometimes it's all right and sometimes it's good but that's a cycle that you're going to run through it'll never just be one of them okay it's always going to turn to another one of them okay almost like a different chapter in a book but i hope you have a great weekend listening to this or whether you're listening to it on the start of the job next week and you know i really hope that you just stay motivated i know it's hard at the moment with the droughts but we'll do some rain in pretty soon and i'm sure things are going to get grown again pretty quick and you know everything will be back to normal so keep your heads up if there's anything that you'd like to sort of push forward or any podcast ideas please chuck them over there's been a few people that's got in touch over the last week to come on the podcast so there's going to be a lot more interviews getting done it's just like i say it's just collecting the schedules together and collaborating the schedules together to be able to get some sort of recording time done so i can push it out to you guys and girls at home so anyway you guys take care and we'll see you again next week